It's that time again. Time for your more than jibba jabber podcast. Let's go! With your hosts, JJ. What's up, man? Christine. Go, girl. JD and Shama. Hi, fellas. Spreading knowledge to help overcome the fears of our time. Yeah, and these guys really know what they're talking about, so listen, y'all. It's time to start the podcast. Fasten your seatbelts, folks. You're listening to More Than Jibber Jabber on the Jibber Jabber Podcast. All right, and we are here yet again. Another week of conversations about natural law. More Than Jibber Jabber Podcast. So, J.D. is running a little late this evening. So, man of few word, Alan, is going to pick up his slack. Right, Alan? Sure. <laughs> so I guess Sean's running a little behind too. So. Go ahead, Alan. He's always behind. <laughs> I heard some talking about the diesel thing before I got on the phone here. Is that of importance to anybody? Oh yeah, I think that's important to everybody. So you want to start off talking? Somebody about think that? it's a smoke screen. Well, I just wonder if it's a smokescreen. I mean, with everything else that's happening right now, you know, it's 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 super super convenient that's happening. Just what ten days after the election? Yeah, it's, it's one we're projected to run out. I guess Black Friday, right? Well, right. It, well, not only that, but I saw a video this week from uh, We Are Change, and Luke Rodowski was talking about the visit that Biden had with the King of Saudi Arabia, and basically going that guy and. You know, begging for them to increase oil production until the elections in November. And then basically, from what I gathered, the agreement was, okay, well, after the elections, just shut it off like you were going to do anyway. Is it a smokescreen? I don't know. My gut tends to say, yeah, but at the same time, I know about the Great Reset. So with the Great Reset stuff, they want to kick in this new system that they have designed, you know, and we, we've touched a little bit about that here in past episodes, talking about the Hamilton Project and what they discussed at the World Government Summit 2022. Are they looking to reset their system? Seems like they told us pretty much that that's their plan. So how much of a smokescreen it is? Does I anybody know. remember when the... Anybody remember when diesel was cheaper than gasoline? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it? 2004 is when it finally, yeah, it was when it finally increased above the price of gasoline. That was when all this was starting to happen anyways. But it's it's a ridiculous to me that the byproduct of producing gasoline, which is the diesel, we're running out of, but we're not having too much of a problem with gasoline. I don't quite grasp that concept. Exactly. Yeah. Like you say, I mean, we see all these people talking. Yeah, we see all these people talking about, you know, that they just can't be that stupid. You know, are they that stupid? Are they that? Yeah, it's, it's malevolent there. I can't even pronounce the word. They want this to happen. Everything, they're 20 steps ahead of us, and this is just part of their play. So if we're paying attention, we should know what's coming next, but we just hope it doesn't come that fast. And that's kind of why you took a break from coming on the podcast there for a few months, right? Because you were basically trying to get your ducks in a row because you could see what was happening, right? Yeah, I mean, I've still got so many projects in the fire, but there's <laughs> the writing on the wall is quite clear if you sit back and stand in the middle like I've told everybody for so long to do. You can see both sides of the story. You can almost predict the next chess move, even though there's several moves ahead of us. I'm sure we can predict one or two moves, but they've got a backup for a backup for a backup, and this has been in place for so long. The only thing that we can do is kind of, if we're standing in the middle, we can take advantage of all this, too, if we understand what's happening. Exactly. Change is guaranteed. I mean, it's inevitable. Change is going to happen. It depends on how you embrace the change. You know, it might not be perfect. Yeah, it may be a slap in the face to your current world, but maybe the world needs a current slap to the face. Maybe that's kind of my opinion, but, you know, soft times create soft men and women, which currently were a lot of softies, including myself. Maybe we need a little bit more time of ratcheting up our belt straps a few more notches just to remember who we are and what we're about. You know, maybe we'll start standing on our convictions a little more when our back's against the wall and we don't have any choices. 100% agree. You know, the government to solve this problem, which it created, 
And then it can put any stipulations that it wants into the remedy, solve the problem, just bend their knee, whatever they demand. Right. Well, I mean, it's the same old thing that they normally do, right? It's they, pardon me, they cause the problem and just wait for people to scream, oh, well, we need more government intrusion. And they're more than happy to provide it because people aren't willing to. Well, I, I, I was going to say, people are just aren't willing to take responsibility for their own lives. I mean, Suck we have up. a nanny state because people have consented and cried to the point that that's what they've been given by the people. I mean, the common man and woman. I don't mean like we the people that Congress assembled. But yeah, it's. I agree with Alan. I it change the only thing. That's unchanging is that change will always happen. Did I say that confusing enough? Does everybody know when a no? When's the digital dollar coming online? Does anybody know when that system's ready to go? Yeah, I, I think, I think it's, it's. I think it's ready to go worldwide. I, I thought it was ready to go online 100% in February. For my, that's. I may be incorrect. Maybe they bumped the timeline up, but. I think that's when they're pushing everybody to be like, hey, we're begging for this. Give me my check. Leave me alone. I believe you're correct in that, Just Alan. imagine that's, if, that's, if we shut, if we shut the gas been. down. If they shut the gas down and this and that and everybody goes into chaos and we can't get groceries, we can't do this, nine out of ten people will be begging for that credit, you yep. know, that little credit card or whatever they're going to give you. I mean, this is going to happen. I'm not judging anybody by any means, but there'll be so many people. It'll just be begging for it come February, March, that they won't have to do anything. Exactly. Where do I sign up? You know, that, that'll, that'll be what's happening. Where do I go to take my new shot with my new sign up? Of course, you won't be able to get that unless you've got 28 booster shots. So just, just prepare. <laughs> a lot of our hard asses in our group, you know, said we're never going to get stuck, but a lot of us are still in the system and you're going to have a choice here very shortly. You're going to have to stand on your convictions and your belief and rely on your creator and your willpower to get you through it. Or you're going to capitulate. Well, and if, I'm not judging. If you guys don't mind, let's uh, get a European opinion on it. If you don't mind, Sneer, what are things looking like there in Germany? Hey, everyone. Good uh, to be here. Well, it's like uh, in a limbo. And I guess uh, uh, many people can relate because there are some uh, abstract things hovering in the background. While what my eyes see is sunshine, sunsets, uh, people uh, w walking around, uh, doing the, their things, but but there is this kind of tension. Uh, people are still uh, not planning too far ahead, and on top of that, not not so many people talk about it. But from time to time, I check, and uh, uh, you know. Uh, some kinds of alternative media and, and things like that. And so, some people made a mission to collect all the real men and women that got um, uh, injured or uh, died, quote unquote, suddenly or, you know, uh, before time. And yeah, the, the other day I saw like a, a collage, like a, a big post of maybe 300, 400 injuries and deaths just from that day <laughs> and this is just yeah it, it's it's a lot it's a lot to to digest you're probably hinting at the uh all the cardiac arrest and, and those types of things that people who went out and got basically injected themselves to be a guinea pig for an untested medication so that was something else that came in the news this week is the Supreme Court of New York has basically ordered that anyone that was fired or reprimanded or in some way from their employer, how, how was it put, that uh, those people be hired back and given back pay if they were fired due to vaccine mandate. Now, that was in New York earlier, which I think is pretty interesting, too. Because when were these people, when, when were their services ended to that employer 
how much back pay are you talking about? Can the company even survive that type of financial hit? What's that going to cost? Listen, it's like Alan said earlier. You know, they, they, they've been planning this stuff for years. If you look at UN Agenda 21, I mean, that, that was J.D. or Alan. Correct me here because I always get this mixed up. It's either 1955 or 1945 is whenever they did the Agenda 21. I think it was 55 because 45 we would have still been in World War II. I can't remember, but I mean, they they laid all this stuff out in, in Agenda 21, so yeah, it's kind of freaky to see this stuff starting to play out the way that it is. Having read that all those years ago, I'm just surprised that some people are actually shocked by what's happening. Yeah, I know our cognitive dissonance doesn't want to believe anything that we're seeing. In our own eyes and our own witness test, you know, this isn't all YouTube anymore. I know we all have neighbors and friends and family that we've seen this happening to. And when I hear somebody just whisper, you know, it's kind of maybe nefarious or are they really doing this to us? I, I just shake my head like, I'm not sure what planet you've been on, but it's, they're not hiding it. All you got to do is stick your head out of your damn cell phone 10 seconds and you'll, you'll figure it out. Yep. But I digress. I'm, I'm not any better than anybody else. I'm just trying to pay attention. Well, and you know, I mean, that's that's what we're all trying to do. We're trying to pay attention. That's what these calls are about to lend support to each other because you know we, we, there are a few of us that are paying attention. And you're right, Alan. They do tell us what what they're planning, what they're going to do. I mean, if it wasn't for I mean, that, exactly. I mean, all you gotta do is listen. Yeah. yeah. Listen and plan. They're telling you. I, I kind of, me and Sean kind of joke around this. You know, maybe this is a litmus test. Maybe they're wanting the chattel, if you will, to maybe not be so important. And they're going to figure out who can actually hold a parenthetical thought. And maybe who has a little bit of sense. And maybe they will respect us. I don't know that. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm living in a fairy tale too. But if they've conquered everything and they no longer have an enemy worth fighting, what's the fight for? You know, that utopia doesn't exist, and they know it doesn't exist. They believe in above and below, just like everything else. Well, they've got to have their yin to their yang, and if they've kicked yin's ass off the planet, what's the purpose of them being on here? Maybe they just want to find out who worthy opponents are. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Maybe it's a way to, to shake those that are willing to stand out of the bushes, so to speak. Well, again, I... I You're just speeding up natural selection. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Repeat that, Alan. I, I kind of talked over you. I said they're just speeding up natural selection. They, they're too impatient. You know, natural selection is going to take care of itself. The way the track we're on with everybody wearing bubbles, and, you know, speeding, you know, body armor when they're riding their bicycles, all that crap. Yeah. If they would just let nature take its course, this would happen automatically. But they can't wait that long because they've had this thing set in stone. So, yeah, of course they're helping it. And unfortunately... Because most people cannot hold a thought on their own, they're falling for the for the switcheroo, if you will, and it's nature. Nature will work it out for us. I agree with that 100. percent But going back to the in reading you in Agenda 21, probably I, I don't know how long ago. No, I don't want to give away my age. It was a long time ago. <laughs> they actually specified in UN Agenda 21 that. Their plan is to reduce the population of the Earth by two thirds because a smaller population is easier to control. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of what has stuck in my mind with the events unfolding here. I'm not sure where Sean is. Uh, I sent him a text. He has not responded. Oh, yeah, he did. Five minutes ago, he said so. He did respond. He went to Virginia. He was. Yeah, he may not be in very good service. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Well, I know JD has finally this. So, JD, are you there, brother? Yeah, I'm here. What's happening? There you go. Well, How's this sound? Does it sound echoey? A little bit, but it's tolerable. Yeah. All right. Yeah, just having some dinner and getting getting some traveling done. 
This is Christine with More Than Jibber Jabber. Please excuse the interruption. I just want to say if you have any questions, you can email jj at more than jibberjabber.xyz. You can find us on Facebook and leave a comment, hashtag show question with your question, and we will answer it on the podcast or as soon as possible. You can also join us at Natural Law Wisdom on Telegram as well. Thank you. Now back to the show. So you want to impart some of your thoughts on this, or we're talking about the, the diesel shortage? I think a lot of it's a fear thing, but I mean, obviously, we're going to have issues with products and whatnot that are tied to the dollar and the oil, the oil peg, which is all related to the Saudi Saudi contract that was put in place in the early seventies when they floated, you know, the, when they floated the, um, the dollar off of gold. It's one of those things, though, where like. The rest of the world wants to go to another currency, but really nothing in place yet for them to, to go to. And it's just kind of a mess right now. So I think that's one of the reasons they're pushing for the dollar to go so high. You know, all the other countries are running to the dollar when we know mm-hmm. we shouldn't be running to it. When right. there's only one system left and that one itself is found out to be absolutely worthless. Yeah. You won't have any other choice but usher in that digital deal. Everybody's going to be screaming for it. I mean, it's perfect when you look at it. It's everything that's happening worldwide. I used to look at things locally. Then I used to look at kind of like what's happening in the state and what's happening in the United States. But this is far over any design of what we, or I think, a human could come up with. I, I believe this is pure evil. <laughs> and I believe there's some entities at, at, at the helm here making this happen. You know, I, I don't necessarily want to go into the spiritual side of it, but, you know, that could very well be a big part of this. Yeah, the counting and numbering yeah, it's all of the people. It's all, if you look at their system, I mean, they absolutely believe in something. And we're all kind of, we all have our own beliefs and we got 20 different beliefs and there's a church on every corner. And of course, it's they, they're looking like their stars are aligned and they're going to win. But I guess they're forgetting the resilience of human heart or man's heart, I guess I should say. When some people's backs are against the wall, they'll finally move finally. Right now, you can still get that $3 cheeseburger. We used to joke about a dollar cheeseburger, but now it's 3 but at least you can still get it. Really, I haven't seen a $3 cheeseburger on a menu anywhere here. <laughs> but then again... Yeah, they still got them someplace. <laughs> I was going to say, then again, we are up here in uh, the frozen communist north. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sitting here, th- I'm sitting here thinking that cheeseburger cheaper the food the more toxic the food <laughs> you know are you, you got well, a point what do you really eat <laughs> you might as well eat a cardboard box it's going to be better for you yeah less chemicals well they kind of joke about that i eat yeah we eat pretty healthy and everybody kind of jokes about that They're like the only thing left at the store is a health food well you're going to pay out the wazoo for it but at least it'll be there yeah absolutely if you have the money to, well, if you have the fiat currency to pay for it. For yourself. Dedicate a little space in your apartment, in your house. Yep. So, anyway, I guess uh, Sean's still running behind here. Or he doesn't have service. JD, you got anything on your mind, or are you good with let's open it in a floor up to everybody and see what uh, folks have on well, their Did mind? you guys have any talks earlier, earlier today or past couple of days? Did you guys get together and chat about anything like jurisdiction or so I saw you do the, the meme with the dog on it. That was, that was pretty good. Well, that, so the, the memes that, that I've coming up with to use for the ads for the show is just basically the, the fundamental principles that we always talk about. And I'm just trying to present them in a comedic way. Every dog knows jurisdiction, right? They piss on it. <laughs> it's mine. So that's their line, yeah. Yeah. Don't don't cross this line. <laughs> Instead of red, it's yellow. Yeah, it's yellow. Don't eat the yellow snow. So what you um, what you think of this week's meme, Alan? Did you get a chance to see that on Facebook? Just another meme, man. <laughs> I don't think people will read any news. I've had so much success with doing memes about political things. That's the only ones that ever get watched are the memes. Yeah. Well, so for the last couple of weeks. JD came up with the idea, I guess, well, three, four shows back about, you know, how how many clicks that cats get on the internet. So 
I started putting together these cat memes that are oriented for the show. And this week I found that bulldog, and I'm like, well, I guess we're going to dogs this week. And I mean, I it, I was having a little bit of a creative block, and then I got to thinking about it. Dogs really <laughs> understand jurisdiction. Just try to step in one's yard if you don't belong there. And there was a uh, video posted this week that's a great example of that in one of the private groups I'm in. And uh, <laughs> the, one, the one that really makes me giggle, this guy is like swimming in a pond or at the edge of a lake or a river or something. And these two swans are just blistering this guy. And I'm like, yep, yeah, he stepped into their jurisdiction. They said, uh-uh. Get you back. Welcome you ain't welcome here. Get back. <laughs> I thought the rooster was there. And then, so somebody, so since we're on comedic stuff, somebody sent me a really good dad joke that I gotta tell. Alan, did you hear that Sting was kidnapped? Apparently the police, yeah, apparently the police don't have a lead. But um bum <laughs> I'm speechless. Thank <laughs> you. I I'm the same way. I laughed. I laughed at that one. I thought that was really funny. So thank you, D, for that. Now yeah, now you're gonna call it out. Yep, I'm gonna put the credit where credit's due. Hey, can I ask a question? You just, just did. did. I know. I was waiting on that answer. Anyways, <laughs> we've got some of our common folks on the phone here. I want to ask, besides what we've already talked about tonight, and anybody can chime in on this, please, because I, th- I just want to know, because people that think like I do, what's your biggest fear in the upcoming near future? I mean, what has got you most anxious about what you're doing to prep in your family? What's that one thing that's just bothering you? It's going to be different for everybody, so there's no real answer, but what's, what's that thing? Maybe there's something I'm not seeing, or maybe I'm going overboard, or I don't know, maybe somebody can point me in a different direction. Uh, I'm going to put some people on the spot. Danielle, Michael C., Nier, Dara, Ricky, Grace. Can't tell who. I think that's Nick. Thank you for staying up so late with us, Nick. So, little unmute button there on top of that microphone. Just click that microphone button. Somebody answer. I'll, I'll chime in real quick. It's just, for me, um thing that concerns me the most is it's not even mankind. It's, it's, uh, it's well, it could be influenced, but uh, it's the storms natural disasters you know the frequency and intensity of the natural disasters happening so that kind of stuff rolling through you know can't really do too much about it i mean you can prep a little bit but it's it's definitely it's definitely out there i mean that concerns me the most uh, above above and beyond like okay the internet going down all right how long could it go down for gas pumps it's like all right like my family to be a little closer before that happens, but I think we can make do if even if something like that did happen for a short extended or a short a short period of time, like <clears throat> a couple of weeks. If it's extended, then obviously, well, even then we got bicycles and stuff. Probably still make make do, but solar flare, tornadoes, fires, that kind of stuff. Hyperinflation. I mean, we're rolling into that already. We can already see the signs of it. But I think we're still going to have some time before inflation gets really bad. And also, another concern would just be circumstantial timing with other people that are going through things and they flip out. And I just happen to be in the middle of something that they're trying to do. And I get, you know, in, in their way or something and something happens because they're pissed off about whatever. They can't afford food and they got in an argument and they flip out, you know, so that kind of stuff kind of concerns me too. Just the, just the level of sanity out there. Like everybody's just right on the edge of, of flipping out. So oh, I think about that stuff. Carjackings. Hey, JD, you're spinning out. Huh? <laughs> uh, carjacking. I mean, yeah, that's all a thing, but you were, uh, can I, can I say something? <laughs> um, it, kind of spinning out a little bit for myself because I am really new to like all like opening my eyes to to the natural law stuff. Um, can you guys hear me okay? Because I'm in my car. Yeah, it's, it's a little phasey. It's a little, yeah. We can all hear right. you. Go ahead. Okay. That's a lot better. better? 
Yeah, yeah, way better. Okay, sorry guys. So yeah, I'm new to the natural law stuff. Um, looking at everything, just like life in a different perspective. In the meantime, I'm in the middle of going to school to be a nurse, and then it's like now I'm going against the stuff that I'm taught. Like now I'm going to be licensed as a nurse, and then what am I going to do? But that's a good job to have, just in case that's always going to be around money. What, where am I putting my money? Where am I putting my finances? You know, I, I didn't prepare for any of this because I was going around blissfully ignorant to all of this, right? And now it's like, okay, so you guys gave me a handout and I'm, and I'm jumping and I'm trying to keep up and swim with you guys and like learn as much as I can. And you guys put so much um, effort and research and years of stuff. And I'm just trying to like process everything and continue and, and learn and grow spirituality. Like, conviction of of who i am as a woman you know all of that it's like where do i stand you know so it's i i'm just downloading all this stuff so fast so when you guys ask you know who has any questions i'm just processing the information and i just i just want to keep up what am i scared of i <laughs> god i don't know if i'm scared i just i just feel a little bit behind the eight ball um you know like hell that's a big thing you know if i'm not healthy if i'm if i'm doing all the crap that what what I've been so accustomed to doing, you know, I'm just starting a process like taking care of self mm -hmm. and then learning how to do all that. It's, there's just it's learning and growing. I'm in the middle of it. It's growing pains. It's not bad. It's good. There's hope, you know, but, um, I just feel underprepared. So if there was anything that I was scared of, it's that, you know, and mm -hmm. I know I'm going to be okay regardless. I'll figure it out. You know, I'll survive. Pain's a great motivator. Right. But I'm just, just kind of like in the middle. I'm not in the middle because I'm on the fence of what to believe versus what not to believe, but I'm just in the middle and I'm still stuck and tethered. You know, I can't, I can't just go, okay, I'm cutting ties. Here's my notice. See you later. Bye. You know, I don't, <laughs> I'm not there yet. And I think that's another thing that frustrates me is I'm so, I'm, I'm a little bit far from that right now, you know, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just wanting to listen and learn and, and, as much as I can with you guys. So I appreciate everything that you guys do. Thank you. If I may, seeing yeah. as I'm not too far off the beaten path of where you, you know, you're seemingly at now, start small. I mean, we started with chickens in a garden and it was like the greatest thing ever. And now we have pigs and like five or four or five chicken coops. Um, I mean, I've, I've taken out about 25% of my grocery bill already. Uh, solar is the next big project. We've already started collecting water. You know, just just start with the basics, the small things, and that'll help you build your confidence from there. I mean, I'm what, guys, a year and a half, two years, you know, into eyes wide open, so to speak. Mm. You know, just one step at a time. It's you know, how, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? <laughs> <laughs> Had much really? elephant have you there, Michael? <laughs> and the wonderful. Yeah. Dominic yeah, has decided to bless us with his presence. <laughs> so, <clears throat> hey, listen, this is going to be a bit nuts for a few minutes, okay? Yeah, we know you're nuts. Fine, we're used to it. Well, no, it's just I'm trying to get up a hill in my truck with my drums, and it's mud. It's just mud. Oh, wow. Yeah, I literally just got through a practice, so I apologize for my uh, tardiness. We'll but I'm right you. on time. Never has. Fashionably oh, late. Alan said you'd be late for your own funeral. I hope so. <laughs> I hope I just get overlooked and live until right to the last very, like, one second, and then I'm oh, I'm back alive again. Like, well, you almost wondered, did it happen? We've been, uh, been kind of discussing, like, what they're planning to do with their system, you know, as, as far as out this week talking about the diesel shortage you know steer brought up uh some of the the things that's been coming out about the experimental vaccine that they basically tested on the general population and that reminded me about the supreme court case this week out of new york and the damage that could be done from that to you know small businesses or what have you and it led alan to basically ask everybody it's on the call, like, you know, what? what's their most worrisome concern 
with all this kind of stuff going on. So I think that's a good question for you too, Shaman. With everything that that we see happening going on in the world around us, what what's your biggest concern, like as far as prepping and taking care of your family and and making sure that you're going to be good? Well, I mean, I think all you can do is the basics, but if you had to have the most important thing, it would be a knowledge of our consent. Because the, the reality of it is, man, is if they're showing you that they have this level of technology, you can guarantee they're not showing you the level of technology they have. So they're so far ahead and they're so rich and they control so many things. I think that the answer is always communal. So I think getting people educated into, like, again, you can't have a war if nobody shows up. You cannot starve a people if they're growing their own food. You cannot, you cannot teach them lies if they tell you to take your schools and shove them up your derriere. Like if you just quit participating in that thing, like you're feeding you, us, we, them, the men in black, we're feeding them. You know what I mean? Like it's by our actions. And again, it goes back to, to what, this is what I was trying to explain to that bad Roman guy. I'm not, dude, I'm not saying that every problem is your fault. What I'm saying is, is we openly contribute to the whole thing. Yeah, it's our. Like we, even, even we do. Yeah, it's us. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no they. It's always us. They can't do what they do without us. Just think about it. Like, who would rule? Who would they have to rule if you didn't let them rule you? I got to order some dinner, so bear with me. Yeah. Well, that's that's the beautiful thing about that you know, the discourse I, of voluntary yeah. servitude. I mean, that was written by a 15-year-old kid. What? Yeah, longer than I've been around ago. And, um, you know, it, it, it expresses the same thing that we talk about here on the show. Tyrants will not be tyrants if we don't lend them us. Body. Yeah, we don't lend them. If me... JJ does not lend him myself to participate in that tyrannical system, then the tyrant is not going to is not going to be able to do anything. I think it has a lot to do with the voting, everything that's happening, why they're pushing for so many people to vote, 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 yeah, because yeah, it's it. now they have a renewed it. consent of of yeah, sure, do whatever the hell right. you want, from me. right, re up the contract. I mean, I think we all know there's, it's coming down the pipe. And, you know, I went seen family today, and they're like, God, i got to get out and early vote. Apparently, you ain't listened for the last 25 years. That's sad. What all do right. you say? And then they ask me, well, why don't you talk to us anymore? What the hell am I going to say? <laughs> We're not on the same planet. And I'm not on a different planet or a better planet. We're just not on the same planet. To oh. me, it's as obvious as the nose on my face. Do not consent. Just like Shaman said, quit participating. So One and, step at a time. John and Alan, Grace just asked a question. JD, too. I don't know if you've seen it. Grace just asked a question here in the chat. She says, uh, what happens if they spray uh, stuff over the property uh, and the animals and people get sick? Well, I don't think there's anything you can do about that. I mean, you got to remember, we're, it, it's a, if it's not a war, it's an absolute struggle. I mean, and they, they obviously don't care to kill people. But, you know, this is where the education comes in. It's like if we can get not only more educated ourselves, but uh, get people to, you know, again, just to understand what it means to truly give or remove consent, you could go a long way with just that. Like once they knew they had the lawful authority to do that, it would they would make them by, I think it would have to make you more tenacious. I think it would, like once you knew, I think a lot of you remember, remember last week I was talking about how, if you can't get people to understand that their belief system is their God, they're following that law and they're locked into that. How hard is it to get them to understand? You see what I'm saying? You have to get them to understand. They have the ability to say no. Most of the time, man, people go along with it because they don't think they can do anything else or just because they don't want to. It's just too much of a struggle or it's too, you know, fill in the blank. You know, like the one guy said, well, I have to, well, yeah, I mean, I get it because there's ways I still participate. Do I? Okay, thanks. You're welcome, <laughs> dude. I don't know. I do not know if you guys have experienced this, but I have never seen 
such a, it's like everybody has lost their mind and cannot function inside the service industry. Are you talking about like at the gas stations and stuff? What talking about everywhere, service? just everywhere, dude. Like food service. Just, uh, yes, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I, everywhere you go, slow. You, you dude, can't, yeah. Today I, I was dealing with some people where I was getting fuel and food and stuff, and I was like the cashiers, like everybody was standing around. Nobody knew where to go in line. Like I was like, what is this mess? It's weird. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, They're acting like zombies. I don't know, man. It's like people. Yeah, acting like zombies. Yeah. I could, well, I don't know if it's that bad, but it is a little, I don't know, man. No cash anywhere either. Do what? Nobody can cash a 50 or or $100 bill, any of the businesses, gas stations, restaurants. Oh, yeah, they're all acting like that. Like, no, you can't hand us cash. Are you crazy? It's got to be a 20. They won't take anything under a, over uh, a 20. or over a 50, like, what's that? Zatsby's? That's where it started for me. Like, that's that's dude, I'm like, the I chicken place? I, I, I tell yeah. You, I, I said, dude, you have to take it. <laughs> you have to take it. It says legal tender right. right on it. For all that. So here, you're chartered, buddy. You have to take it. Until they change that, which they can, <laughs> they still got to take it. I'd like to see the hey, man, the is, it true? <laughs> is it true that uh, Elon Musk fired everybody at Twitter? Almost. Thank you. I don't know, but there seems to be a lot of... Rumors and news going around about him. Yeah. Just all these, all these figureheads. That's fine. I'll just eat it. So, further my point, they just screwed up my order anyway that I waited forever for. (laughs) It's like that all the time. Right, right. It's just like, ah, just give them whatever you got there. Get them to count. They're like, ah, we don't, you know, just be thankful you got the burger. Right. Just get out of here. It's like it's like I told that kid at Best Buy. I walked in and he's like, "You can't come in without a mask." I said, "Okay." And he's, you know, and then I turned around. And I said, uh, "I said, is it true that Best Buy is getting ready to close most of their stores and go only online?" He said, "Yeah." And I said, "You might want to act different. You're going to be out of a job soon." Oh shit! <laughs> like you're an idiot, dude. Like I will go somewhere else and buy the cable I need. I don't have to be here. They make a lot of those cables. Oh. Yeah, that chick, pitiful, pitiful. Anybody else got so, any thoughts yeah, there, or, or anything they'd like to chime in with, or do you have something on your mind there, Colin? No, the only thing I had on my mind, this may mean nothing. I was thinking about there's a song by a guy named Keith Green. He's dead. He died a long time ago. Not long after he wrote the song, I'm going to tell you about. It's called "The Sheep and the Goats," and he's a killer piano player, man. He does a song. He was a Christian uh, piano player. I actually know who Keith Green is. And I was just, dude, that guy's phenomenal. He was phenomenal at, at piano. Just incredible. Very, you guys should check it out. If anything, for the theatrical effect, like the guy knows how to put together an emotion with music. It evokes a lot of thought. It was just interesting that when, you know, they're standing before God, before the throne, the rejection of the goat is when I was sick, you didn't come and visit minister to me. When I was in prison, you did not come and visit me and and so forth. And he said, so what you have not done to the least of these, my brethren, you have not done it unto me. Depart from me, cursed workers of iniquity, for I knew you not. That's not a direct quote, guys. So don't, you know, I'm just getting there. But I just thought it was kind of interesting that when you look at the things he's that he got rid of them for for shit they didn't do. It wasn't so much the shit they did. Not 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 saying that that isn't as important. I'm just saying it's kind of interesting that at judgment, the thing he focuses more on is the stuff he didn't do, which kind of puts you in mind of the of the parable where the servants had the one talent, took the one talent out and buried it in the ground so they wouldn't lose the one talent. He gave the one, the five, and the ten, or however the numbers were. I guess that's the works part of it. And it's just, if you're serving another kingdom, what was the word? I'm getting there. I'm trying to remember everything. I just got a lot on my mind. I'm really tired. I'll meander around here for a second, and I guarantee I'll figure it out. But if you get people to figure out God they're going to serve, having a firm foundation to start building something on, and you know better what to do. And it's like you feed love, which love are actions. 
So it's like all those things that they got judged for were inaction. I don't think we focus on that enough. Maybe I, I don't. But what are their actions? Well, they're feeding the other side, so they're yeah. not doing the things they're supposed to do. So it's just yeah, inaction. They're at 180. Yeah, it's a reversal, man. It's just like, I don't know if I'm putting it as eloquently. I'm trying to drive and eat and talk on the phone. I'm tired. I just thought the judgment was interesting because it, if my memory serves, most of it had everything to do with stuff they didn't do. I better you try and fail than to not try at all. Didn't remove consent. Huh? You didn't, you didn't remove consent or didn't take the time to, to listen more to listen, somebody. Listen, dude, it's another, I promise you, those words that we've talked about, the form and all that, you just look at the word form, it, I promise you, if you really think about that one word alone, you're going to understand, and you put it together with a persona or a mask. Right, or perform. I think it changed the, yeah, to perform, like perform, as, you take. As per the form. That's right. Go vote. And to add, listen, to exercise that form over there, because why so important? Like, Give it a second, Sean. If you're exercising you're the belief of that, huh? You're going through a dead spot. How am I now? Okay, uh, good. You yeah, did, yeah. You're good. You're so if you exercise, so if you're yeah. exercising that form in that jurisdiction, which is subject to the jurisdiction thereof, now you go into court and you start mixing that up. Once you transfer a jurisdiction like that, you have to go back to the starting point to fix it. Like, you have to go, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't mean to end up at step five. There's a misunderstanding. Let me correct the record. And you have to start all over again. You know, it's like you've got to fix the beginning. If you don't know all that kind of stuff, it's really difficult in court, man. But if you're submitting to the jurisdiction over there, that's what they're going to hold you to. And if you don't understand how you're performing under that form, you don't understand how to separate the jurisdiction. Guy behind the desk knows that he can tell. I mean, he does it every day. She does it every day. You want to elaborate a little bit really on think. that, Sean? Because we have. Uh... Well, just like the judge, the judge, right? Like if you go in there and you start going, like another buddy of mine sent that thing. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase the whole thing. Basically, they were trying to perform a natural law action at common law against a statutory court to sue the government for getting not getting enough benefits for their uh what was it unemployment benefits now how is that even possible not obviously it didn't work i don't see how it would they're saying it did i've yet to see court documents on that i think it would be fascinating the attorney got paid though but that's what i'm saying now so now you go to court and you're that person right like that suit we read not too long ago like three weeks ago you don't think the judge understands that you don't know they don't care though, like Alan, like like Alan said, it it just makes money for their whole their whole system. Yeah, they don't they don't care. They know you're not going to be able to get out of it. They know that technically, legally, I mean, I hate, I almost don't want it. All right, imagine, imagine there was five fields, like five acres, right? And the price was five thousand dollars. But you had a guy who's kind of desperate for money. He comes up, and he says, "Look, man," and he's not very smart low IQ and he says, look, man, I, uh, I really need some money. My aunt's sick and she has to have a kidney transplant. I need to get money to go down to whatever. I'll sell you all my land for like a thousand dollars. He goes, I think it might be worth that. The guy goes, yeah, hell yes, I'll buy it for a thousand dollars. Let's say it's $600. Can he legally do that? Yeah. But is it lawfully right to do? No. So judges hide behind the same thing Pharisees did. They were hiding behind legalities. That's what they were doing. They were saying, aha, Caesar says it's unlawful to not pay taxes, but what say you? Like, you have to pay taxes to Caesar, but what say you? They were trying to legally trip him up to get him on a technicality so they could go, aha, not the son of God. So what was his response mm -hmm. to them? Give to Caesar what is Caesar? Well, yeah, this is, yep, and unto God what is God. Everybody's like, Caesar's supposed to they're both of them. That's not what it says at all. He's actually throwing it back on them. He's going, look, legally you have to serve Caesar, but you want to put God first, right? Because you can have no gods before him. He's quoting Torah, basically. You can't have any gods before him, but Caesar's worshipped as a god. So if you worship a false idol, now you're an idolater and you're not worthy of me. That's what he was saying. But modern Christendom, oh no, Romans 13, you got to serve the government. True. Which government? Which king are you bound to? That's where I think all of us are at least a little bit hypocritical, and that's what we got to somehow figure out how to fix. And I am not throwing rocks, man. 
everything. Nobody your takes this as a whole year than now. Hell yes, I'm saying it. I'm lucky just to have oxygen in my lungs. But anyway, that's, so, that's, all. that's all I have on my mind. Okay. Well, it seems to be a good stopping point. I mean, it, it, we can go another 10 or 15 minutes if you guys have any questions or comments or whatever. Alan, you, you have any any more thoughts? Yeah. Um, hang on just a minute, Zora. Let me say what I got to say or I'll forget. <laughs> um, kind of like Sean was saying, you know, he served his government at one time. I served my government, and that's when I wasn't. That's when I had a different belief system. But if you put the effort that I put into figuring out how to get out of the system and find the truth and this and that, and you turn that on perspective, and when I worked for the government, I put that much effort into doing what I thought was my belief at that time. In my personal preference, how am I supposed to judge that other person that's just doing, to the best of their ability, times 110% what they believe to be their belief at that time? And of course, I want to love them and share the information I think I have with them, but I just want to really remind everybody with all the frustration and everything that's going on, everybody's in the same boat. So before you jump on somebody, before you judge them, or before you get really angry at somebody, just remember they're doing 110% of what they believe to be true as well. Some of them. I think the problem is the swampy part. Yeah, people don't know what the swamp is. I'll stay in the swamp. Huh? I said, I'll stay in the swamp. <laughs> My sister just called me an ogre. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> As Sasquatch to you, woman. <laughs> I'll stay in the woods and avoid the swamp. Good to let Zara go, or any other thoughts here? Hi, right, Zara, you're up. Okay, cool. Thanks. Hey, I had a phone conversation with someone this week. It is someone who came into town and did some presentations on private member associations. And the way that they set up these private member associations is... One, a document that that defines the PMA, and that's not filed anywhere. And then two, a second entity that is a 508C1A, and that entity is separate from the PMA. Then they craft a third document that is like linking the two together, and that document then gets filed with a state registrar. And once they have that state registrar record created, then they can go open bank accounts for the entity, the 508C1A entity, and they can build business credit with banks. And they have a religious component to the way they set things up such that when they file forms with the IRS they self-identify as religious organization and there's an IRS form that they're checking these boxes yes we do this yes we do this yes we do this so then they're declaring this is why we are a religious organization so I would like to get some feedback from uh, this group on the structure of PMAs because they, of course, they're, they're mixing jurisdictions. But I'd like to know how one would go about having a bank account for a PMA without going through those particular kind of government-tied hoops. Well, uh, PMAs are a little, a little tricky. Bank account. Right. Yeah. To have a bank account, you have to set up that person who there's no, there's no escape from that. If you wish to do any type of banking, then that personhood is going to have to be established. And you are correct. It is absolutely mixing jurisdictions. Um, the, the private member association that I set up is not tied to the system in any way. Uh, I would not be able to go and set up a bank account for the PMA that I established. It's not going to happen. Uh, one, the PMA doesn't require PMA handles all of its internal financials itself, within itself. There's a treasurer, there's all of that type of stuff already set up in the structure of the PMA 
to be able to manage all of that without the requirement of a, a bank. bank. So that's my thoughts on it. Uh, well, I don't get. I don't get why you would for a PMA be private and then ex public by creating. Right, because you absolutely move outside of the jurisdiction of what the PMA is designed to do to begin with, and then you subject what you're trying to get away from, you still submit to it. Make, that don't make any sense to me. Yeah. Go ahead, they Sean. Stu- they stupid at the first Yeah. They're just, they're beating around the bush for it. They just think they want to be in the same. Uh, do you have something to say, Sean? Well, I think it comes back to uh, private versus public. Like, when you're doing the PMA thing, my understanding of is you're still trying to it's like you're trying to dance. You don't want them to put their hand on your ass. That's a really good way to put it. Well, I mean, it's like you're trying to, I don't know. It's just another conundrum. Again, this is where, this is the painful part, of course, when things get this bad. Because the people who go first to the door always get bludgeoned. And it's like, the answer again is people have to grow their own food, make their own clothes. It's all the stuff. Or you can get with people who can do those things. Like, Alan knows how to do stuff. I don't. I go to him for questions. He comes to me with questions he doesn't know the answer to. We have that kind of a relationship. And we both recognize that we don't have all the answers. So I don't know how to make a shirt. But I know how to do this. So I go find somebody who makes a shirt. And then we're not. It goes. It takes it back again. Right where everybody says they want it. I can make you a leather shirt. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. It's not going to be the cool shit we wear now, probably. You know, it's just like we're not going to eat. You know, you're not going to be able to feel like you're eating Applebee's. Yeah. Maybe better. I mean, I don't know. You, I mean, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, though. I know. So, basically what I'm you're saying is, saying is that, we're going to get kicked there. out of our comfort zone. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no like, all right, here's the deal. Dude, we're going to have to make these decisions we're talking about now anyway. We should have already done them. Yep. Like, I could kick Alan and I both in the butt because... We didn't, man, we knew a long freaking time ago, but we, I know I got a little complacent. I got, I was busy fighting the IRS. I was wore out. That's not an excuse, but it's the truth. You know, you just get, oh, well, you know, it didn't happen. Just like, look at COVID. Look at all the damage that's happened. Like, there just comes a point where whether or not you like it or not, you've already made the decision. Now you're going to have to deal with it one way or the other. So you're going to, you're going to make the decision eventually. And just like everybody else, we're all going to die eventually too. And what's odd, you know, you think about a lot of the stuff that you read that other people talk about when they're old. You just look at the regrets they have. There's always time. That's what we have to get back. We have to get back our time. Right now, you're giving, when you're a part of a certain thing, like when you agree, say to, look, you can't use the Federal Reserve System if you're not in, in that banking world like that, if you're not that thing. There's no way. We do, listen, not that I'm aware of, and I've asked, I got buddies that are bankers. They were the loan officers, and they're like, man, I don't know how you get around this. But did, didn't the informer, maybe they're just, didn't the informer talk about something that uh, he went in, told him something, and yeah. the, the lady at the yeah, I don't, said something I don't about, no, he's one of those, he gets the other, and it went from like a 30-page yeah, filing yep. to, I mean, I don't know what it is. I can't remember what it is, but I do know that the informer figured something yeah, Here's the thing. Uh, he said, I don't know, man. Because he accepted Social Security check, too. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. He had to have that account to get that Social Security check, and he looked at it like a gift. Just because I like him doesn't mean I agree with him on everything. Yeah, I get it. In the end, in that respect, at least on a limited level. But he didn't. In his, in his defense, I mean, honestly, dude, the guy's way above me by far. Smart. But that doesn't mean he got the man thing right, and yeah. he didn't. He got halfway there. The very fact that he did the administrative complaint to the Pope proves that he didn't understand it all the way. I'm not saying that just, hell, they probably gave him a lollipop just because he figured that out. <laughs> yeah. That was a long time ago. They probably, the Pope probably read that with, you gotta be shitting me. He figured that out? Dude, let that, just give him a check. Just let him go. He's awesome. Nobody figured that out. I mean, he was one of the first to really get, man, him and James Montgomery. Yep. 
Then you have Furnace and Ward. Those guys, now as far as the Vatican thing, those dudes, jeez. But it's like this with the PMA thing, and this is where I'm getting back to. Like, it really just comes down to property, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's like, just manage your own stuff, and that's not saying it's not going to be inconvenient. I'm not saying I have all the answers. I'm just saying I have to agree with JJ. It's going into their world. Okay, Even if they let you get away with it to a degree. Well, like, I remember, I remember, go ahead. JJ here, pardon the interruption. If this is the first time you're hearing our podcast and like what we're talking about, I'm inviting you to visit our website, morethanjabberjabber.xyz. There you'll be able to find all of the platforms we are on and past episodes of More Than Jabber Jabber. We also have other content such as videos and articles to aid folks in learning. We're working constantly to add more content. Check back often to see what's new. Now back to the rest of the call. I was just going to say that to me, whenever I, I started researching into the PMA thing, I was still hung up in, you know, some of their stuff and being able to get away from from those codes and, and legislative things. That's what intrigued me about the PMA, because the PMA, you know, basically is a separate contract. Right. And even according to their stuff. You know, their United States Constitution, they can't interfere in the right of contract. If you're bringing they them... They can't write a contract. What's that? You talking about the government? Yeah. No, they can't. Well, there's no way they could write a contract. No, I'm saying they can't interfere in other contracts. Well, I had uh, I had a judge here look right at my wife and I and say that very thing. He said, I have no authority over what you do outside that bar, but in here... They threatened me with a felony. <laughs> <laughs> well, they you calmed know, me down pretty quickly. Well, see, but see, that's the thing, though, right? I mean, that's 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 what got me going to Ooh. to be able to establish my own PMA, right? Because you know, I didn't wish for any outside interference from the state because I had a vegetable stand. No, it's all private membership. You have no jurisdiction here. See you later hey, I've got a really cool thing I just thought of. Yeah. Yeah. So Alan was there for this. So when he said that to me, okay, I want to show you how this works. So what he did was he threatened me with impersonating a lawyer, like he like practicing law about license. That's what he threatened me because I was trying to, I was going to speak for my wife. Right? Right. And when he threatened me with that, here's the thing. Like somebody told me that. You understand? I was with a group of guys who said I had the right to do that. And so I just kind of went with it, right? This is where you don't you don't do any good in just listening to other people, by the way. But if I had understood what they now, this shows how they knew it in their heart, anyway. Okay, but they they were double minded, and the way they were having me do it was basically to act like a next friend. And I had to put in all this legal documentation and shit. My wife actually kind of clicked for her quicker than it did for me, to be honest. She really got the why would I do any of this if I'm not a person. And I don't remember what it was, but I was just wrong. Which is incorrect. And uh, anyway, so she goes in there, or she, he threatens me with that, but it's like, now most people would go, see, the judge just walked all over me. He didn't know, or he just didn't give a shit about my rights. They don't care. They're evil. They're going to hell, and they pray the fire of God down on them. When I never put in a notice of appearance, Dee never put in a notice saying that I was vested and that she agreed to have me added to her case. And I didn't know enough to say, I'm not speaking for my wife. I am speaking as my wife, for she and I are one. And when I speak, I speak as her. You're saying you didn't say that, Sean? No, I didn't, I didn't understand it like I do now. If I don't understand right. then, then I would look. And he already told me, whatever you have private out there, I have no authority over. Okay, you're right. You've drugged two other citizens from another kingdom in here. And somebody is laying a false claim before the court. And yeah. you can't, you have no authority to speak on the relationship she and I have. All you need to know is I'm vested. I have vested interest in anything that happens to her because she and I are one. And I won't allow her to suffer 
harm, injury, or loss. Right. Not only that, when you get right down to it, she's my property. That's why she took my name. Now I'm her property, too, because I'm exclusive to her. But you understand what I'm saying. Like, even in their side, they recognize that. So I didn't know how to, I didn't, if I'd have put it in the proper paperwork, you probably wouldn't have said that. Right. But at I the said, time, at I time. thought, oh, he's rocking over me. Right. I thought the same shit everybody else does. Okay, yeah. But at the time, you didn't know how to exercise that authority no, or or or, or express saying. or express that jurisdiction. You didn't know how to do it. To, do it at that I moment. Knew, yeah, I knew the jurisdiction was there, but I didn't properly know how to get to it. And see, and it's like, could you say he walked over me? Eh, maybe a bit because he knew what I was trying to do. He right. Uh, but he also resented he he resented me for it a bit too because he thought I was a shithead for having my wife do it, not myself. But I didn't know how to get that. Listen, I wanted to. I didn't want her to do it. I had every anticipation of going in there and showing him how smart I was. I got smacked like a baby in two seconds. He had me down because I didn't understand the stuff that I was saying. You understand? Like, just because I believed in my part I was right, deep down I am, doesn't mean nothing if you don't know how to act. And it, it is profound, especially since he told me the truth. Yeah. He told my wife the truth. He said, look, I can't help you. If you're not the person, I can't help you. Well, I'm the woman. He said, well, I can't help you if you're not the person. She said, all right. But see, she was locked into the system. So they had a, a leg back to her, and they garnished her weight because she was using the U.S. citizen. Just that simple. If they didn't have that, they couldn't have done it. They get a judgment all the time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what they can't throw you in jail if you don't have anything. Like, it's not the person. You have to get that established. The woman walked out. Do what? The woman walked out of the courtroom that day, though, didn't it? Yeah, and it took him three years to sign. I mean, it's just like to to enforce a judgment. Like, I think that they were a little, they weren't sure. We were so close then. Like, I was right on the tit. I was right there. Right on the tip of it, man. And I just could not pull it back. I just... It hadn't resonated, and I don't know that I finally totally got it until my court case. Kind of had to. I'm telling you, my I fumbled all over the first round, and the second round I failed. The third round I was about fifty-fifty, and then at the very end is when it clicked. Like right at the end of that deposition, it really hit home exactly what I was saying. And it's this. I don't volunteer. Whatever's going on, I don't volunteer. I don't understand your all's world. I'm not trying to tell you how to act in your world. All I'm telling you is I don't understand it and I don't wish to participate because of that. I don't understand the liability. I don't understand the benefits. I don't understand who's in charge of what. I don't understand it. You guys whatever, to each your own. And I remember looking right at him and saying, I'm not a tax protester. I don't have a say in what, who and what you tax. You guys can tax each other 100% into oblivion. It's, I don't care. It's not, you know, I'm not trying to be anything. I'm just trying to tell you it's none of my business, just like what I do is none of anybody else's business, and I don't volunteer. Your system's a voluntary system, and I don't wish to volunteer. I'm trying to be as honorable. I gave you what records were yours. Basically, I just tried to honor my part of whatever I thought I might have screwed up on on my way out the door properly. That's what I was trying to do. wasn't fighting anybody. I don't have time. I have to get my own self together. I don't have time to sit around and make sure that these people are, I mean, they're just going to have to figure out what they're doing too. And they got consequences for their actions. You can't just, and that goes back to the what if they do something to harm us or spray something. I mean, you have, we have no control over what other people do at all. The only way you can get into them is to love them and try to educate them and then try to be an example, like try to remove the hypocritical footprint as much as possible. And I struggle with that myself. So again, standing in the middle of a classroom, beggar, thankful for the bread that I've gotten, the crumbs from the master's table. Because without that forgiveness and that understanding, man, I <laughs> no hope, no hope. That's why I really believe it's so important uh, no, I know it's important to know what you believe and why you believe it. I know that. That's not something I believe. I know it. I agree with you, buddy. Unfortunately, 
Good. Well, I was just going to say, unfortunately, that's just something everybody has to do themselves. Even the Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's a scary thing being alive. I guarantee the next second. Speaking of the next second, we have run a little bit longer this week. Gone was a little bit late. Hey, Sean, do me a favor and stick around for the after call. No, you're traveling anyway. I don't waste a volunteer for your <laughs> Pretty, pretty, please. You gotta waste a volunteer for it. Pretty, pretty, please. I'll hang around. All right, I appreciate it, buddy. Right down to earth, in a language that everybody here can easily understand. So, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation this week. Uh, we do this every week on Sundays at 8 p.m. for the live call. And as you heard previously, we were talking about the after call. That's one of the benefits of joining us live. Check out where to, uh, where to find the links and everything on our website. Uh, anyway, we'll see you guys next Sunday. Our podcast. Join the family that believes in freedom. The Resistance United Family. Join now at t.me forward slash Resistance United Family Worldwide. You've been listening to More Than Jibber Jabber. We work extremely hard to bring you content that spreads the message of truth. If you feel... The podcast has been a blessing to you in some way, and you wish to contribute towards our efforts, donations are gratefully received. You can donate via PayPal to Reverend Wolf at protonmail.com. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Sunday.